hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to what is essentially the start of our coverage, or EKN Trackside Live coverage, presented by Cooper Tires and by the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy of this year's uh, Supercarts USA Super Nationals. My name is Rob Howden. That's David Cole beside me. Uh, we're back at it again. We missed this event last year, and all of us unbelievably excited to get back. Uh, David, this is it. Uh, Leading Edge Motorsports presenting what will be two, the first of two Outlap, Outlap Preview podcasts. We've got guests lined up. We got to dive into our predictions. This is this is it, man. It's, it's about time to get ready to go. It's a new show. It's a new form of our outlap. We're doing it yeah. live, obviously, because you're tuned in watching it. We got uh, a lot of people that are going to be tuning in all night long. We got a, a number of guests that are going to be joining us. Today's just going to be about four categories. Tomorrow night's prime time show is going to be about the five senior master categories uh, that we have competing at Super Nationals 24. So it's just going to be. It's going to be unique, so bear with us. This is something new again. Right. We're, we're doing, we're trying some new things, uh, but it's very much like our our face to face, but a little bit different because we're actually previewing an event. Yeah, and, and obviously excited, David. I think we were all. Every, I speak, probably speak for most of the people in the sport, man. Not not been able to go to Vegas last year uh, for many of us, myself, Bonner Moulton included. A lot of the guys have been there for the first twenty three, and to miss that one for the first time was tough. But coming back this year with uh, the 24th edition, uh, crazy to think that potentially there wasn't even going to be a 24th this year. All the stuff that Supercarts USA has gone through, we don't even we won't go into that with this. This is this is previewing the classes. But I think everybody's seen what's happened over the last uh, you know week and a bit uh, of what Scoos has had to go through, the issues at the Rio with the Rio, and then having to do what they did to be able to to, to salvage this event to put it on for the betterment of the sport. Because the bottom line is. A lot of money being laid out for an event like this, teams with, with chassis and engines. This event had to come off. Otherwise, guys are going to be standing with a tab of all the equipment that they had purchased. Yeah, Leading Edge Motorsports, one of those that have been to nearly every single one of the uh, Super yeah. Nationals we had. They understand the, the significance of this event. And, you know, thankfully, Supercarts USA, they, they, they went full tilt. They went all in and they're like, we're, we're putting, we're pushing forward. Luckily, again, we were able, they're able to find good partners to work with, even returning partner with Westgate, put adding in some rooms there yeah, as well. So a, a lot of, a lot of things, that's the one thing we're doing a new show here. A lot of things are going to be new and exciting for Super Nationals 24. Yeah, it's not going to be plug and play, right? Usually we just rolled into the Rio. We know what to do. We know where we walk to. We do know we know what we have. We just walk out the doors. Here's the restaurant. Here's where we park our car. Here's where we have dinner. Here's where we do our de- our nightly debrief shows. Yep. Everything's going to be brand new when we get there. It's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting uh, first day for sure. For sure, and you know it, it. It takes you back to when we were at Sam Boyd, when we actually had to drive to the racetrack. Um, you know, nobody was staying at the racetrack, so that's going to be something unique. We we're staying at a new hotel, Resorts World, and again, Westgate jumping in to provide some rooms as well too. So, uh, you know, and essentially, we're on the strip. The race is again on the strip, like we were in 2017, with the parking lot butting up right to las vegas boulevard well we're on las vegas boulevard outside the las vegas motor speedway so way out. That's right. it's it's on the north end of side but we are on the boulevard so that's uh that's one another unique aspect to this year's event well again folks let's get things underway and talk a little about leading edge our uh presenting sponsor for this this particular outlap preview podcast leading edge motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting at the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of countless drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Leading Edge Motorsports is the West Coast importer and factory team for IP Karting, which manufactures the ultra-competitive Praga and Formula K chassis brands. 
2022, Leading Edge will be trackside of the Scusa Pro Tour, Florida Winter Tour, United States Pro Kart Series, Stars Championship, California Pro Kart Challenge, and high-profile Rock Cup events. Contact Leading Edge Motorsports today to book your spot under the tent. Visit LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more info or find them on Facebook and Instagram. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. All right, David, let's get underway with this deal here now. It is Super Nationals number 24, uh, the event taking place December 1st to the 5th, essentially Wednesday to the Super Sunday. And as you mentioned, I think the key right there was Las Vegas Motor Speedway, a, a new venue. The way this event has always worked since moving from the uh, from the rock pile, from X-Plex out in Sloan, it's a temporary circuit race now. It, for the first couple of years, it was not. Grab that racetrack, grab all the barriers that Scusa owns, find a place to, to drop it down, and that's what they were able to do on the outside of Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Yeah, I just talked to Neil Strickland earlier today. They are underway with building the racetrack as of right now. So uh, hopefully we'll get uh, some spy photos of the racetrack. He said probably by tomorrow, everything will, at least the racetrack itself will be built and, and ready to go. So, and you know, the one thing that's, it's going to be very similar to what we've seen the last two years in 2019 and 2018 with the track layout, layout uh, going to be essentially the same, obviously with the parking lot, the way it, you know, there could be manhole covers, there could be bumps, yeah. there could be this. So they might be able to move certain sections of the racetrack, but essentially the core of the racetrack is going to be about the same. And then when you look at the paddock, it's going to be very similar to 2016 uh, when we had, you know, almost like an L-shaped paddock uh, surrounding the uh, the racetrack. So Indeed. a lot of similarities, yeah, yeah. but again, just a new location. As you said, about seven-tenths of a mile, I believe, we'll be running in that counterclockwise direction. Very similar to the track we've ran, uh, ran in the last couple of uh, couple of years. Uh, David, let's look at the schedule. Very similar to what normally happens. Wednesday, four rounds of practice, seven minutes apiece. The track's always good to come in, right? You don't need a long, long session on that first day. Everybody's kind of getting a feel for it, you know, get in there. You don't need to do a lot of changes to the chassis because that track is continually going to rubber up. Things change a bit, though, David, for Thursday with uh, two rounds of practice and then qualifying at the end of the day. But the practice, you're going to get that longer 12-minute round, I think, which will be key. A little longer in qualifying. I was surprised they went for a full 12 minutes in qualifying. Well, if, if you see my, my note down there at the bottom, it's a format change. So what they're doing now is they're going to try and separate the race groups in qualifying sessions. So ah. if you're one of the 45 categories, they're going to split you guys up in half. So very similar to what we see at United States Pro Kart Series and other programs where they split the field up to give you more track space. Uh, so the slower guys are going to go off first. They're going to hit five minutes and then they'll do the second uh, group. Uh, for another five minutes. So essentially that's your 12 minute session. So uh, really only five minutes of track time, but again, right. it's going to be based on your last practice. Uh, I believe the last practice on Wednesday. So that's the one thing I didn't, I didn't double check that, but so it is going to be a new format. We'll talk more about that when uh, one more track side. Yeah, and, and I'm good with having shorter sessions for qualifying. I like to get out there, get it done. That way we don't get the guys rolling out and dicking around and putting around slow, trying to find the fast guy from, <laughs> from, from practice. That always pisses me off, so I'm glad to see that change. Uh, but let's talk Friday, Saturday, Sunday, David. Pretty much the same as we've seen before. Yeah, same as we've seen before. Warm-up two heat races on Friday, both for the morning groups and the afternoon groups. And then Saturday you get your warm-up and one round of heats. And then LCQs for the three categories that are going to require it this year. So when did you first put Las Vegas on the phone in your weather app? Oh, it's been stored there. It's been stored there a long time, but I haven't really been checking it. Really, I haven't checked it all week, actually, because I'm just either. expecting 
I'm expecting, you know, when I looked at uh, last week, Friday, it was 70s, 60s uh, as, a, as a high temperature all week long, and then lows in the 40s. So we're not dipping into the 30s, which is good. Thank goodness. The 40s is still going to be a little bit chilly, but, uh, you know, that's why we're going to have the ECAN gear there to to buy a bunch of sweatshirts and, and, yep. and tooks. I don't know if we have the tooks back yet, but at least maybe some hats. What's, what's a tuk? It's a tuk. Tuk. Ooh, tuk. I didn't. I, I don't see the word. I can't say it. Yeah, I'm looking at this right now, and it's literally sunny in 73, 74, 73, 73. That's Monday to Thursday, man. That's yeah. I don't know that you could ask for much more than that for the first week of December. I, I'll take that. And lo, lows of of high 40s and, and low 50s. Yeah. So I, I you know it's you know, and again, we're done by six o'clock each day, so we are going to be at a little bit of a darkness. Uh, you can bring uh, that toward... up. I saw. I know exactly what you were laughing at. You can bring that up more. Yeah. Done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I got to move my mouse over there. It's a toboggan. Yeah, Jack and Gaffera. It's a in North Carolina. They call a hat like winter hat a toboggan, which it's that's it's a sled Jake, for God's sakes. It's Jake Quellen. Gaffera <laughs> <laughs> Fawcett. Anyway, fantastic. Um, yeah, it's so yeah. I think I think it's going to be a good weather. You know, again, cross Man. our fingers on, on yeah. any of the uh, uh, the bad stuff staying away. Because we've had some cold times. Let's let's just be real. We've had, we've had some cold times, but yeah, looks pretty good. Um, as if you're someone who's watched any of our or listened to the podcast, we'll of course turn this show into a podcast later on as well. But um, we always do a by the numbers. Look at the numbers that we have because we do have a really good look uh, at the entries. We have the exclusive look actually for the supernationals at the entries. David, there were some big numbers before. We go back to 2019, the most recent edition, 502. I believe 493 was that the pre-entry that we had coming in. We know there's always a couple of walk. That's that's the pre-entry number we have yeah. right now. Yeah. So that's what we're kind of going with. And again, well, there'll be some walk-ups. So we're hoping to get that that 500 mark. 502 was the number in 2019, and that was the fifth largest since 2013. Uh, so this will be about the sixth largest since that time. So we're we're hoping to get over that 500 mark and uh, maybe over that 502. There was, a, there was a couple when you sent me over. I remember it was uh, earlier last week, you sent me just a list of the classes with the names. It kind of shocked me because of the numbers, rather, because I'm like, yeah, that's what I wanted to see, some big numbers. Uh, essentially the same as 2019 for Micro Swift, the great number 48. So essentially filled that up. David, I know there was a question there. As we, after we get done, you can tell me what the actual class maxes were. But 48 for Micro Swift pre-entries, 66 for Mini Swift, 46 for KA100 Junior, and 48 for X30 Junior, a little less than we saw from the 76 a couple of years ago. But was that one of the classes that they locked down to just the one group was for X30 Junior? No, X30 Junior was open for the okay. two uh, two race groups. Unfortunately, they only got 48, so they're knocking it down to just one race group. So that's the one of the LCQs that we're not going to be running uh, in at Super Nationals 24. So all 48 drivers going to be in along with the micro, all 48 drivers in as well, and 46 in the K100 Junior. That was not, locked. Oh. K100 Junior was locked. So that okay. one might have got a little bit more. That one might have got into the 60s, I think, if they would have opened that up. And one of the things about it, and I'll say this, because you'll say, people say, well, they say it's 44, locked at 44. Uh, over the years, what skews it, they've been doing it for so long that they've had to understand that there's that there's traditionally about a 10% cancellation rate. People enter, they put all their money in, and then something will happen, they'll pull out. So if you're looking for 44, you go 48 to 50 because you're going to lose four. And then you can always you can always run a couple more guys on the racetrack if you have to. Uh, so that's always kind of been the case that way as well. But David, all in all, uh, some pretty good numbers, I think, and, and they've got to be happy. Like you said, we've got a couple LCQs, which are always exciting for us. Uh, but I love that mini Swift class at 66. That's uh, 
man, that's going to be a barn burn. I was for when we were doing our predictions, which will that's one thing that's going to happen here, folks. We didn't talk about when we're done with the categories to a certain extent, we're going to bring in our predictions as well. And I spent most of today going through it. And uh, yeah, man, it could have took me longer. I don't, uh, it was so hard. I got down to six or seven, and I didn't know who to. It's, it, yeah, there's a lot of categories where you just make a top 10 and you kind of go from there or you just it, make your right? five and say, hey, this is it. And you're like, oh, I forgot this. Oh, no, I made my list already. Well, like, I, so for, I, for, I forgot one. I, I saw I had to go back. I missed it going through because there's so many. You'll, you probably have already looked at it. I missed one yeah. for sure that I could that could 100% be in there. So, so real um, quick. yeah, let's ask let's a couple of questions here. We'll bring it in. There. So, so it is locked at 44, but they so, allow more. David, for the podcast, let me throw it out there. Question okay. from Monica yeah. uh, Bradley. Do you know why micros were at 48 with no LCQ while mini is restricted to 40 after the LCQ? The, they're, it, the fields are 44 from what I yeah. recall for the main events. So, uh, and again, they do micro to 48 because there could be four people that cancel and then they still have a full field. So uh, so they kind of fudge the numbers a little bit to allow for, for a little bit of a larger field, uh, not just in mini micro, but all the other categories are locked at 44. Uh, Anna Tiffany asked this question here. Dave, I'll bring this out here real quickly just to jump on that one. Let me just try to get here. Uh, I'm hoping there will be a live feed. Uh, Anna, we will be, uh, EKN will be live, live audio on Thursday afternoon for qualifying Friday and Saturday through the heats. And then there will be a live video feed from Greenlight. Uh, productions will be live on the Supercarts USA Facebook page um, throughout Super Sunday as well. And then that, that coverage will be packaged. And I believe Mav TV. I think it's where it's probably going to end up, David. I'm not actually sure on that. We'll have to confirm. But I know Mav TV has been playing a lot of old races over the last couple of weeks for sure. They have. And we also have a production meeting tomorrow. So we'll maybe find out some more details uh, from Greenlight Television. We pause for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private, one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Karting Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. There's a new hot button name in American safety equipment, Stilo USA. Every product with Stilo is focused on safety, comfort, and function. 
Stilo USA is happy to provide you with the proper safety apparel to keep you protected on the track, and their karting lineup is second to none. The ST5 KRT karting helmet is available for $599. Manufactured using a lightweight and extremely strong composite material, the KRT provides an excellent fit and comfort level due to its dual density interior foam lining, and it's equipped with a symmetrical visor that offers excellent vision and an effortless central visor locking system. The ST5 CMR standard was developed jointly by the FIA Institute and Snell Memorial Foundation to ensure safer and lighter weight helmets for the younger carters. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels, lightweight construction, and the unparalleled field of vision. The perfect youth helmet is available for $549. Stilo didn't stop with their helmets either. The newly developed Carbon Curva Rib Protector is unlike any on the market with its form-fitting solution to offer superior protection. Head to stilohelmets.com to review these and many more products to keep you safe on the track. Stilo, any competition, one helmet. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to cartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. All right, uh, what do we do, Dave? Do we dive in here? Right? Are you ready to get going with this or what? Let's go. All right, let's start with um, the MicroSwift category. This class brought to you by Team Benick. Uh, David, 48 entries in total, as we had mentioned. Uh, let's go. I'll just throw through the, the former winners. Uh, Bradley Majman was able to win the Australian in 2019. Ben Mayer winning the micro category back in 2018. Vinnie Phillips, the driver from Great Britain, winning in 17. And Vinicia Cesaro, the Brazilian, uh, winning back in 2016. I'll let you go through the Scusa Pro Tour points because these are obviously guys that are going to be watching this weekend. Well, two of them will be in the field. One will not be. So uh, Jim Matteo Rousseau on the Nitro Kart won the Pro Tour Championship. He'll be there carrying the, the, uh, the number one plate. Uh, on the weekend with uh, Tristan Murphy, also on a nitro cart carrying the number three plate. Uh, Augustus Toniolo, who was under the Rollison Performance Group tent, he'll be racing up in Mini Swift uh, for the Super Nationals 24. So two of the top three from the Pro Tour are just going to be in the field. I think the, the key thing, and obviously with micro, David, is the younger kids coming into the sport, right? The, the youngest of, of the Super Karts USA program and pro karting. Because we missed 2019, there's only three drivers. Yeah, Super Nationals experience, right? But yeah, yeah. probably missed, missed 2020. So the last race was 2019. So a lot of the kids with you know that were in that, even their first year of micro, very very likely on to the, the mini class. So only three guys with experience. That kind of changes things a little bit, I think, for the weekend. Yeah, that's that's going to be the big key. Uh, and that's yeah. something we obviously have seen in micro throughout the you know the last few years that we've had the, the category is is kids coming up from kid cart racing to the micro division. And and to be honest, what I wrote in the preview today, 
you know, these micro kids keep their heads on pretty well when they're at the temporary circuit. They're not, Agreed. you're not overdriving. They're not, uh, you know, paying, you know, driving this way or driving this way. They're, <laughs> block, they're focused. Block, so block, 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 block. It's been, no, it's been really good racing Agreed. in their micro division. Yeah. I hope that with the number the amount of rookies, uh, super Nats rookies that we have going that, it, that it stays that way. But again, you just never quite know what you're going to get uh, with kids this young. Yeah, six different countries represented in the category, uh, 16 drivers from outside the U.S. David, do you want to throw out a couple of the names right now, or do you just want to hold on that for our, our predictions, or what do you want to do uh, here? You know, you know, again, we, we've already talked about two of the nitro carts. I, I think you know we're going to have Nick Tucker on here a little bit later, a lot yeah. of nitro drivers in the micro division, so I expect to see a lot of them uh, towards the front, one of them obviously being Keelan Harvick. Uh, we've seen him uh, win at the United States Pro Kart Series, won the championship there. We've seen him win at the Pro Tour. Uh, we've seen him just win at the rock Vegas event as well as other places, uh, the Scusa winter series as well too. So, uh, you know, I think, I think he's going to be among the, the league contingents along with a lot of the other Mike, uh, nitro cart drivers, Ashton wound, uh, both Tovo brothers, Ethan and Jackson. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of those guys there, but they also have the Perlin guys. There's a lot of Perlin drivers as well too, that are in the micro division. Couple of Bendick drivers. I know. I know Marco Romero is very strong at Rock Vegas, which I think is obviously key. One of the things you look for in a temporary circuit. If somebody was quick a couple of weeks ago at Rock Vegas, they got that momentum. They got a feel for a temporary circuit. I think that would lead them to have momentum coming into the weekend. Uh, you know, there's a number a number of great drivers. Like you said, Nitro got drivers on comp carts. You got both Reese Bowman and Lucas Palacio. Drivers have kind of worked their way forward. We look at some of the guys who were you know regional champions as well. David, this is going to be a, a really it's it's a the class is wide up wide open for sure. Although there are some I think heavy favorites we can expect to be up front. Yeah, and again, you don't quite know how a kid's going to perform at a temporary circuit. A lot of a lot true, of these yeah. kids will be obviously they'll be there for the first time, and you know, and it's a track that none of them have been able to test. So it's it's who can come out of the gate quickest and more confident than uh, than the other kids, uh, and then you get the kids that might start off really bad early but have worked their way up throughout the week. So again, a lot of, a lot of give and take throughout the week. All right. So let's take the time now to jump into the mini swift class. We're going to talk to Nick Tucker from nitro after this, and then we'll do both of our micro swift and mini swift predictions. We can jump into some more names after that, but uh, let's jump into mini swift. So we'll do our cadet categories, bring them together or salon racing, uh, the sponsor of the, the mini swift class. As I said before in the, by the numbers, 66 entries, which is amazing. Former winners include Kai Sorensen, the American winning back in 2019, that great battle with Enzo Delini to the line. Uh, Brent Cruz has won so many races over his, uh, Young career uh, cruise in 2018. Some kid named Connor Zilich winning back in 2017, and Thomas Nepu, uh, the young Canadian, was a was a surprise winner. Did a great job that year um, in 2016. But David, you look at some of for those of you who don't know, Micro Swift and Mini Swift wasn't always split in the earlier years. Tag Cadet was everybody from eight up to to twelve and thirteen. Um, so we, the Tag Cadet winners. There's a couple of winners right now, pretty impressive drivers. Some of them working their way up the Formula Car ranks. One of them already in IndyCar. Yeah, Patricio Ward, uh, the yeah. inaugural Tag Cadet winner at the Super Nationals, won uh, in 2012. Logan Sargent, a former world champion uh, in the OK Junior Division, uh, he won in 2011. Uh, a good college football player right now, Anthony Ganji Jr., I believe playing at the University of Houston. Uh, he won in 2012. Uh, but if you look at the last one, two, three, four, five tag, you know, mini Swift tag cadet winners, all five of them are at the Super Nationals this year. 
That's awesome. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's that is fantastic. With Johnny Edgar uh, winning in 2015, that's true. They're all there. Yeah. I love it. That's great. And Edgar coming back, of course, running and I believe is he an F three this year? Yeah, not top of my head, but uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> in de- definitely into his former car career for sure. Johnny's won a bunch of races coming up through yeah. the ranks. Uh, David, let's look at Scusa Pro Tour points as well, because again, we look at those guys first, being potential front runners throughout the season. They've shown the consistency to be able to be one, two, three in the points. Enzo Vidmontian has had a really strong season. Wasn't a factor really at the Rock Vegas race, which makes things interesting coming into this particular event. Uh, as both jo- uh, Jack Iliff and Oscar Iliff were very strong on the temporary circuit there behind Planet Hollywood. Yeah, it's going to be uh, you know these these three drivers from the Pro Tour uh, top three were were solid all season long. Uh, you know, Jack Iliff in his rookie season uh, really shined. You know, has, has got got over that rookie hump right away, and uh, obviously that big victory uh, last month helped. He'll solidify himself as one of the top mini drivers uh, in the country. But Vidmontien has been quick all season long. Uh, and Oscar Iliff making his last cadet start uh, this week or the next week uh, before moving up to junior. So, we'll, you know, again, a lot of different stories just in those those top three drivers from the Pro Tour. Dave, you got a couple more notes in here. Let's uh, let's have those as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, because of missing 2020, we only have one driver who actually competed in the mini mini swift category in 2019 yep. at the Super Nationals, and that was Oscar Iliff. So he is, as I just said, one of the more experienced drivers in the mini swift category. Uh, so that's that's going to be a story to watch, along with 11 different countries represented from 24 different drivers outside the United States. That's amazing. Uh, again, let's have a look at the. Uh, sorry about that. Let's have a look at at some of the names, David. You think are going to come up? We, we mentioned the guys who are one, two, three in the points uh, with, with Oscar and Jack, and of course Enzo Vidmontian, who's who's had uh, a, such a strong season doing what he's done. I look at a couple of the other names, and, and I think about the races we've covered and announced so far. We've seen and you, you see guys uh, like a, like an Oliver Weldon um, be super strong, right? Vivek Canton talked about him quite a lot through the season. But there's some regional champions as well that are moving up. But again, one of the cool things about the Supernats, we see drivers jump up. What are you? What are your thoughts on Augustus Toniolo coming in here as essentially his a rookie in in the mini category? It's a big jump for the Supernats in that in that level of age, I think. Yeah, I think it. I don't think it's so much the speed. I think it's more of the racecraft. It's it's yeah. going to be uh, obviously a little bit more amped up. So that's going to be something to watch. Um, what's what, who's the other one? Bobby Klein uh, from Texas, the Texas Sprint Racing Series yeah. micro champion. He's moving up as well too. So a number of drivers. But again, Isaac like Melkin. I mean, Isaac Melkin as well. He's yeah. He moved up earlier this season, and year, but yep. about midsummer. So he's he's still getting. Uh, I think used to the the type of racecraft that you do have compared from micro to mini. So that that's obviously going to be key. But really, a lot of these drivers are rookies. We've had, I want to say, I'm looking at, I didn't count it out, but maybe 12 drivers that raced micro in 2019. So a lot of these mini drivers are Super Nationals rookies. So again, we're going to see who's able to come out right away strong and have the confidence to race at this temporary circuit. Yeah, and I, I like it, uh, the fact that you know, we look at the national guys, but there are also some guys that did well. And let's say the California Pro Car Challenge or the S- Texas Sprint Racing Series or something like that, right, David? Those, those are drivers that can eventually work their way forward as well. Um, we look at guys that won in, in the Florida Winter Tour, like an, like a Weldon, like an Augustus Toniola, like we said. William Rasmussen, one of the drivers, vice champion in the California Pro Car Challenge. Here's a guy that, that it could take the opportunity, take his momentum coming off that regional program, lay it down at the Supernats and have the, one of the biggest races of his career. 
Yeah. And again, that, that could be the case for a lot of these drivers, uh, you know, they, that, you know, don't quite have the opportunities to go test at a racetrack for a whole week. Like a lot of drivers do have the opportunities to do that where this is, you know, again, a temporary circuit. If you're quick and have the confidence right away, you can shine. But again, we know fast guys are always going to be fast. You know, maybe they're struggling a little bit with some grip or, or, or some situations, but that that's the great drama that the super nationals bring is, is you have the five different days to, to gradually build yourself up and be strong or just start away strong, be the guy to beat and hold that position all week long. Well, we're obviously going to talk about more drivers when we do eventually roll out our uh, predictions here. We'll do that after this interview. Let's see if he's ready. I know he's had his dinner already. So let's, let's bring in Nick <laughs> Tucker right now. Uh, again, uh, Nick, of course, one of the, the big dogs when it comes to cadet racing. Nick Tucker, thanks for joining us here on this edition of the EK and Outlap. Obviously, Nitro Kart has been amazing since you, you've rolled it out. You've had a lot of success. And David, you had the stat there. What is it, like 20% of the field is Nitro Kart this weekend? In the, in the micro division, yep. In the, in the micro division. Nick, talk a little about the, about the team that you're bringing uh, this particular weekend. Yeah, so really we have a super strong micro lineup. We've had that kind of all year. Um, we've always had kind of the last five years a uh, super strong micro contingent. Um, you know, Mini's kind of cyclical of, of moving up, who's moving up early and who's right. not, right? So next year I look for us to have a super strong uh, mini contingent, but right now our, our, our kind of big dogs are all in the micro. Well, let, let's get started with this first before we really even dive into the, the actual drivers to a certain extent. Um, what does it take for a team to be able to put this kind of an effort together? Because I think, you know, most people in the sport, maybe they're watching here right now, they run their club race, they run a regional event, uh, they've got a, a, a shop they run with. But when, when you're talking about bringing the kind of effort that you guys bring, how much time does it take to prepare for an event like the Supercarts USA Super Nationals? You know, really, it's kind of a year long, you know, culmination of, of uh, preparation and, and just kind of your whole program and how you direct it. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of – and then you kind of ramp up in November to, to prepare all the new chassis and make sure your engines are in line and people's right. in line. And this year was obviously more challenging with the uh, hotel situation, right, changing the hotels and logistics and, and uh, whatnot. So – yeah, kind of November, you ramp up a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of logistical stuff. It's such an interesting event, I think, for me, is, is because, you know, it's the end of the season, uh, especially when you're, you're when you're dealing with younger drivers, cadet drivers, right? There's a level of maturity, and they they continue to mature throughout the weekend. They're at different, different levels of maturity. One of the things that Nitro has done, and not just done it through what you guys do trackside, you guys do your Nitro Academy every year. You have a, you have a, a list of coaches that work with you as well. C can you tell us a little bit about, how do you how do you prepare a driver for this event for for a temporary circuit they've never been to before for the walls? Is there anything you guys do special to try to prepare these guys for something like this? You know, you kind of just go with an approach, right? Of you kind of fill in the gaps of where you know each driver kind of has their own idiosyncrasies, right? So you try and fill those gaps in and help them understand how to approach the event, um, you know, with caution and and you know because certainly you can put your whole weekend behind, um, you know, with one crash, right? If you crashed the last yeah. practice before qualifying, you know, you may not have time to fix it properly. Right. So there's yeah. a lot of things that go into it where, you know, maybe, maybe you have to run 80%, you know, part of the time or, or whatever to make sure that you're there at the end. Right. 
Yeah. Um, it's just a tough format. Um, you know, so you just kind of have to approach it with, with some caution. And, uh, you know, there's some drivers that, that, you know, can go a hundred percent. There's some guys that you got to scale back, right? So you kind of got to look at each driver individually, um, and kind of give them direction from there. I have to believe that's definitely the case, especially if you're bringing someone to a temporary circuit who's never been there before, because I think I'm sure you're holding your breath as of, as is the team and the parents, those first couple of sessions, when you know the track is super, super green, you just want the driver to go out and kind of learn the racetrack. But as we know, they start driving around each other and it's a race in the second session. Is, is it, just sit down with each driver and have like a one-on-one or something like that to kind of get them maybe have their own particular focus and goal for each session. Yeah, for sure. I think you have to approach it that way, right? Because each driver is kind of different. They have a different maturity level, a different driving style. And, you know, with the temporary circuit, with the barriers, it kind of just amplifies everything, right? Where you have to, you know, just hit all the details. Let's talk about your coaching staff a little bit. I know it will actually be there. Ashley Rojero will be there with you on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, she will show. She's a, you know, mainstay with us and, and an important part of it, you know, what we do. And then, you know, obviously we have uh, Connor Zilich, mm-hmm. uh, who is, um, you know, really our, you know, main, uh, main senior guy and, and uh, kind of more of a mentor for the kids, right? That's kind of what Connor brings to the table, right? He's a mentor um, and a, a, just a good influence to the kids. And that's why we, we kind of have him running with us, right? It's just to, to add that element, um, somebody for the kids to look up to. And, and uh, you know, it's a little bit outside of our box, right? Because we, I mean, realistically, we specialize in the kids, right? So, mm. Well, um, Connor you know, is kind of still the kid. <laughs> yeah, and he really is, right? <laughs> did you when you he were became a man up, real fast though when we went trans am racing there you go he did, exactly. he did, he did. When, when you were coming up through the ranks did, did you have like that somebody that you kind of looked up to like maybe some of the micro kids do to connor um yeah yeah i did i had a, i had a couple influences right so we had my dad has cart shop right so we had some older guys uh you know that ran with us um you know we had uh david Odenthal ran with us in shifter and then we had uh johnny blair uh he yeah. yeah you know so kind of had those guys around um you know throughout time that uh, was a little bit older yeah I, i'm up here in seattle right now and there was definitely a there was a bunch of uh of hot rods and, and great racing up here in region six was there not yeah you know frankly uh there's a time period where there's just a lot of a lot of strong guys right you know i look yeah you know, like you have Rollison and myself right now, I think we have two of the top programs in the country and, uh, you know, region six guys. Right. I think yeah, right region now six punks is what you were. Now you're like, uh, <laughs> now, you're, yeah. now, you're industry, now you're industry superstars. I, I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think, the, I think the region's a little bit lost right now, a little bit, uh, kind of on yeah, a, sure. an island. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice to see them kind of get, uh, on the national stage, but you know, still some probably, good drivers coming out of the region though. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I think at Wait. times they got some guys, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, as we're as we're talking about fast fast guys in the, in, the, in the region, I get a text from Alicia saying there's some fast girls in Region Six as well. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know that I remember too many, but wow. No, I'm just kidding. There was definitely some good girls. Yeah, know, yeah no uh, doubt about that's it. That's for sure. Um, you know, she, she was quite quick in her day. 
pretty quick. No doubt about that. So was her sister Tracy. Uh, listen, right. let's let's go to let's go to the Supernats. I don't know, Dave, you have any more questions? But we talk about the drivers and how important it is for them, for you as a guy, as a as a team owner, and it's your brand, right? It's Nitro Card. That's right? a valid you're, question. Yeah, you're you're Nitro Nick Tucker, right? This is Nitro Card. I remember I remember interviewing you in '99 when you won the Scusa Pro Promoto to a race at Pat's Acres. You've come a long way since then. How important it is for you? to be able to walk away from the Supernats on Super Sunday with a couple of victories for, for your chassis. You know, it means a lot. You know, in in 18, we were able to double up and take uh, Micro in Mini. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of like a culmination of a dream and a vision, right, that came together. And it just really, really means a lot, right? It's kind of um, taking the place of any, you know, the premier event, right, back in in – the nineties, maybe it was a Duffy, right? That was yeah, that event. Yeah. yeah. And now, uh, now you kind of just, this is the event in the States. Right. So it was just, you know, um, and it's, I think it's even more prestigious than what a Duffy was almost right. Just because of the, the limited number of classes and, and the culmination of, of what the event means and the spectacle of being in Vegas yeah, and, and, yeah. Um, you know, the professionalism of the event, right? So, you know, it just means a lot to, to be able to come in here and compete and do well and, you know, come away with a win. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it's an important event and uh, we love competing in it and it means a lot to what our brand is and, and sets a, a good tone. Well, Nick, we love having Nitro Card there. Thank you so much for joining us here. We appreciate it. We're going to see you in Vegas in what just probably about a week's time, and we wish you the best of luck and all your all your team drivers as well. Yeah, thanks for having us, and uh, we look forward to seeing everyone next week. and And uh, should be a good week in Vegas. Thank you, Nick. Awesome, right, folks. That you. is Nick Tucker from Nitro Card. Nick, uh, again, one of the one of the top drivers out coming out of the Pacific Northwest. Won a lot of championships. Uh, some races with Supercarts USA. Went on, did some car racing himself, and then got back to karting like so many guys have done. And as he said, couple of couple of guys, and I say young punks because they were probably you know young junior sportsman drivers at one point racing each other. But with uh, Rollison and Tucker, I think Tucker was a little. I think he might be a little younger than Rollison. Probably different different category, but. Good stuff yeah. all around, David. Yeah, uh, Mike's got a little more gray hair than Nick. He's got a little more. <laughs> a lot younger. <laughs> Nick just said a lot younger. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, listen, are, are, we ready to do prediction? are we ready to do predictions now? Yeah, we're going to do predictions. So you want to do yours first or me first? I'm easy. Well, I did pull up last year's results, and oh, geez, I do have the is. score here if you, if you want to care. I did have 81 points to your 66, so... I do have the right away. You know, it is my, 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 uh, my team. You kick my butt. You, you normally do it. <laughs> you normally do kick my butt in this for sure. This one, I think this year is going to be a little bit different. Again, we had the year off a lot of yeah. different scenarios going in. So, uh, I will say this, you being trackside at the USPKS races, you get a little, you get a better look than I do at yeah, all I the get drivers. a little bit more, more. Yeah. I, I the, the, the vision is getting, yeah. is really good. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess we can start with mine. If we, we want to start with mine, I'll, I'll, Drop uh, the hammer. Yeah, I'll pull it up right here. So here is my top five predictions for the micro swift category. All right. Um, I think I looking at yours, it's very similar to one another. Um, I got to go with a hot hand. That is Keelan Harvick. Uh, you know, he's pretty much won nearly everything this season. And I got to put him into the uh, the number one position for uh, for the uh, Super Nationals 24 and get that on his resume. Uh, Pro Tour champion Gian Matteo Rousseau is going to be right there in number two. My sleeper pick in the micro swift category, Jackson Gibson. 
I've been watching that. You just mentioned that I've been watching this kid at the USPKS You're right. and he, and he's, he's gone from being at the tail of the field to battling for podium positions. So I, I think, you know, under the Rollison performance group tent, he's going to get that. He's got that confidence now. And I think he's going to have the ability to, uh, to land himself on the podium. Uh, Tristan Murphy, again, another great driver all season long, the pro cart challenge or yeah, California pro cart challenge champion, uh, got him slotted into the fourth spot. And then I got a cart Republic sitting in there with Pathan Sarabhan in the, uh, in the fifth position. All right. Well, let's throw this out here too, folks. Those of you now who are cursing David Cole, cause you didn't pick, they didn't pick your driver, right? I just, <laughs> we just, like we, I want to say this first. I literally agonized all day long. I was like, I just, I, there was, there's so many drivers. You just don't know. Right. So take it this way. If we picked your driver, that's awesome. If we didn't pick it, I'll say this. Over the years, it's been a very good thing because it has motivated drivers, the young yeah. guys saying, hey, how did he pick me? And then the older guys swearing at us saying, mm, you, um, you know, we, we hear it more from the Masters guys than we do from anybody else. So tomorrow, yeah. make yeah. sure you turn in. We're, we're going to see a lot of blurred uh, words on the uh, comments section. <laughs> That's probably true. That's probably, <laughs> all right, let's, let's have a look at my, my micro picks. We're very, very similar. Uh, from the get-go's and start of the season, watching Keelan Harvick uh, and his aggression, his, his desire to always want to be up front and lead, and just the way he's had some success and a, a really good run over the second half of this season. I, I got I got Keelan up front. Tristan right there as well. He was very strong at the Rock Vegas event, which I think plays well and, and leads forward. The other driver I was watching from from the, the, uh, the Rock Vegas event was Marco Romero, qualified in the pole position and was in the fight all day long. He's kind of my pick that I, that I think is more of a, an unknown, didn't run the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, so I don't you know, know as, as much about him, but I really like what I saw. I'm like, this could be an opportunity. Same goes for Gia Matteo Rosso. He's just been strong all year long. He's been so consistent on the Pro Tour. Everything I've seen, uh, Rosso has been good. And I, I went with Lucas Palacio, who was uh, on the podium at the Spring Nationals, and I've seen him get better and better throughout the season. He was good on the on the temp circuit at Rock Vegas. I have a feeling that Palacio is going to pick up on the momentum there, Dave, and be right in the fight. And we'll see what happens when we go racing on Super Sunday out at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. That's say, my he, thought there. He won at the uh, the Summer Nationals, so uh, so he does have go. that that uh, that victory under his belt. So it's not anything new for him to be you know on the podium, two podiums at the at the Pro Tour. But let me. I thought I wrote that down. Let me double Lucas Plus. Let's no, jump. I didn't write let's, that down, but. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Let's go, man. Let's go, Mini. Mini, Mini, Mini. Do we have any comments first before we go? No, I don't no. see anything coming okay. up here. Elaine St. Clair is asking about your EKM logo mini picture. She doesn't know about the uh, ratio, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> That's right. But no, no, all right. Nobody, yeah, so nobody, we'll go to Mini. Yeah, let's go to Mini. Nobody uh, commenting on their actual picks yet, which is good. Right. We didn't get late. There we go. There. So, my picks for top five for the Mini Swift category. I'm going with his last cadet race. I, I just, I know it. He's been waiting and waiting and waiting for this big victory to come all season long. And this is going to be it. He's going to go out on top at the Super Nationals. Oscar Iliff going to be number one uh, when we end Super Sunday. So I put Oscar Iliff at first and I put Jack Iliff third. This is going to be kind of very similar to what we saw at the Summer Nationals where we had both Iliff brothers working together and there was one wild card. Well, Mateus Orwella, he's not going to be racing Mini Swift this year. He's moved up to the junior ranks. So mm-hmm. that one that one wild card is going to be Canadian Jensen Burnett. Jensen uh, Burnett. Winner at the Super the Rock Cup Super Final in Italy most recently. Right. Uh, I I think he's got the confidence similar to what we see with Mateus Orwella. 
He's very quick. He's got the European experience to go, behind, you know, to go with him. I think it's going to be a three-driver breakaway, and and Oscar Ilo is going to pull out the victory. So that's my uh, my one, two, three. I got Diego Ardiles in the fourth position. He's been really quick uh, at USBKS. He's got yeah. three victories on the season. So uh, I put him into my top five, and then rounding out the podium uh, in the fifth position is the Pro Tour champion of Enzo Vidmontien. He just, I thought about putting him as the, as the winner, but he just quite hasn't been there at the end of the season. So he's got, a, he, got he got a lot of quick, uh, good victories early on in the season, but, uh, you know, August, July, August, September, October, not much there. So, uh, so that is, uh, that's going to be my predictions for, uh, for yeah, we're season. close, right? We're, we're, we're close yeah. on that because I, yeah, because it just, you, you see the momentum second half of the season momentum always plays a role in the super nationals, right? You, you get in there and, and again, I, again, we always look to see what happens at rock Vegas because especially when they were both at the Rio, same kind of pavement, same feel different tracks now, but, uh, Enzo was kind of outside the top 10 a lot of times at rock Vegas as well. So let's throw mine up there. Cause you're going to see a, a, a a couple similar deals. Um, I went the other way. I went Jack Isla. I just think that when they, I don't, I don't know what it is. And again, you could probably roll the dice when it comes to either Jack or Oscar. Isla. They're both so, so quick. Jack just, there's a, there's a calmness about Jack and he continues to win. Oscar's looking for that big one. Maybe, when I thought about it, I was like, maybe Oscar throws a slide job on Jack and Diego and Luis get by him. You know what I mean? My mind was trying to <laughs> like, how does this top five finish knowing that there's always a lead pack? Right. So, Who's so it? you're going lead pack. You're not going. I'm going to lead pack, and I'm okay. thinking Jack. Because Jack always seems to come out up front. It's a, it's interesting how he gets it done. But I got Jack Iliff with the win. Diego Ardiles, you mentioned David, three times a winner at USPKS, and just a lot of momentum. Luis Amana, a driver from Rock Vegas, that I think will be up front, and this is going to be interesting to watch. I think he'll be in there, and he'll be he'll be one that kind of surprises people a little bit at at the Supernats. Uh, Oscar Isleff, I've got P4 still. And again, my mind was that potential slide job by his brother to over under or whatever in the last corner kind of thing, or, you know, the, the leading onto the straightaway. And then I'm with you. I'm with you on uh, Enzo Vidmontien, um, which I just, I, I, I know he's going to be at the top five and he could be battling for the lead. I just don't know whether or not he's going to be at the end. And uh, again, here's our first, our first slam. Amy Peterson Campbell says, I'm going to regret going against uh uh, Jensen Burnett and Amy's actually from the same hometown as I am in Cambridge. So yeah. <laughs> That's so trouble for you. <laughs> but you know what? Again, again, this, this was it, right? I had 10 names yeah. down and I'm like, I got, I, I have to get this done. And I'm literally going through other names of guys that we've talked about all year running up front. And it was, I literally was going back and forth. It was driving me crazy about who should be in there and who shouldn't be in there. Finally, I said, I have to pick five. So those are the five. <laughs> those are the five I went with, right? Normally, what you and I do, David, there's some safe bets. Yeah, and then you got to see. Ob Johnson just said you just forgot <laughs> Kai Johnson, and I know I, I scroll, I'm looking at my thing right now. I got Kai Johnson in yellow. He's a USPKS race winner for Speed yeah. Concepts. <laughs> Ob's like you made a mistake. I know. It, I know. It's, it's I know. not necessarily a mistake. It's this is what we're, this is how, this is what we're betting on. Again, we're trying to throw some fuel on the excitement fire. People and chatting too, about a little it. Bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's it, part, again, like it's I said, there, there, there were guys behind and I'm like, Oh, this is, I'm, this is horrible. I'm just, so just, just to remind you, Oh, go ahead. No, I just don't say there's like Vivek yeah. Canthon. There's all these names yeah, out here. Oh, yeah. Guys we've talked about, you know, it's what you wait do? till we get to K 100 senior and X 30. Don't even start with senior. me on that one. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, so just to refresh <laughs> your memory last year, we both got uh, a driver in the top five in micro. That was Spencer Conrad. 
last year in mini swift, you predicted uh, Enzo Delini in the fifth position. Uh, so you got more points in the mini swift category. So we tied in yeah, micro yeah. and you beat me in mini swift. All right. I, I, I can live with that. Right. So look, look at there's, there's, I love it. Here, here they come in. Diego, <laughs> some quotes, uh, Tanya Giot saying Diego. Yep. For sure. Could have talked about Diego. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Randolph could have been talking about Isaac Malkin. I, I could totally be talking about Isaac by the end of the week. And that's, that's the beauty of the supernats. And it's, and oh, we talked to this Nick is about that. it. What's that? Read that. <laughs> anyone from Connor Zillich Racing, anyone winning Rock Mini Final in Italy has got to be good. Toot toot, my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, no doubt about it. Listen, I, I announced that race a couple times over at South Garda, and it is an absolute barn burner. Elbows up all yeah. weekend. So if you can win there like Jensen did. Hey, listen, the, one of the beauties of this is we we do our picks, we have fun with it, and then drivers can come back and rub it in our noses. I think that's part that's, of that's, that's the best part. Like that's that. we wait we around that. for that on Super Sunday. We do. We like we love we love it. Well, you didn't pick me in that all one. Right. We're, like, We're 45 minutes in. Let's get to uh, our Who's next? third What's category. K100 right, Junior. We pause for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIKFIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm mini kart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. All over the karting world, everyone knows. OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the US, OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Toady Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. 
If you're searching for a program to elevate you in the motorsports ladder, Crosslink Competition is your next step. Crosslink Competition provides arrive and drive programs that include driver coaching, data analysis, and an engine rental program for all major events in the 2021 season. Team Crosslink is scheduled to compete at the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, Rock Cup USA, and the United States Pro Kart Series events, along with regional and local programs from their home base in Texas. Crosslink Competition is a full retail shop for the Xpre chassis and OTK kart parts. Many new and used packages are available right now through their Dallas headquarters. For drivers interested in making the jump from karting to cars, Crosslink provides a streamlined opportunity for you. Team Crosslink and Kiwi Motorsports is a championship-winning operation in the F4 United States Championship program, providing the perfect transition within the same. Drivers looking to compete with the elite level karting program or pick up gently used team equipment are asked to call 214-432-4413. Be sure to follow them on all social media platforms at Team Crosslink. Now let's talk K100 Junior brought to you by DNJ Intermodal Services, the sponsor of the category. 46 entries for KA100 Junior. I uh, look at former winners, Brent Cruz, of course, watching what he's doing on the dirt and running shifter as well. But man, what he's, gonna, he's doing in some of his dirt racing is amazing. Back in 2018, James Wharton was a winner. I think, he, I think he doubled up that year, did he not? I think, uh, yeah, he won, James won. He won KA100 Junior in 18 and then came back yeah. and won X30 Junior the next year in 2019. And I've been, my mind's been, when, but he, he, I believe he just signed with. Was it the Ferrari Academy, I think? Yeah, the Ferrari yeah. Driver Academy. So he's just signed yeah. on that. He's going to race the Italian F4 series in 2022. Yeah, I love that. That's great. That's great for James. And he was he was fun to, to have over uh, to run here. Listen, having the Australians at the, at the Super Nats has really been kind of part of the, the lifeblood of it, right? Since we've had so many so many great Aussies come over and be with us. So um, again, let's I'll jump back over here, get, get back to my notes a bit here. Um, David screws a pro tour points though. Carson Morgan was the guy to beat all year long. Crazy thing is he's not even racing. He's, he's jumping up to senior, but you got Noah Baker and Austin jurors, two kids that I think, uh, will definitely be ones to watch on the weekend. Yeah, they're going to be carrying the uh, the Scusa banner for the uh, the Pro Tour Championship side of things. They'll be carrying the uh, 802 and 803 uh, number plates on the weekend or on the week. So uh, they'll have that going in. And again, you know, Baker picked up two victories at the at the Winter Nationals, kind of put himself in the championship hunt. And Jurors picked up his first ever Pro Tour victory at the Spring Nationals. So a couple of winners uh, on the Pro Tour that are going to be in there, but uh, a number of different drivers we can choose from. Uh, and talk about in this category. Yeah, I'm just jumping over to my the, the spreadsheet here again, where I have a ton of lines that are yellow. And <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, while you do that, I'm going to talk about. There's only six different six drivers from outside the United States, and again, as we mentioned, no defending winners in the field. Not to mention no uh, Pro Tour champion in the field, as you just mentioned with Carson Morgan uh, moving up to the senior ranks. So. Well, let's listen, before before we, we jump into our predictions in this category, and we'll talk about more of the names there when we do predictions, let's bring in a, a driver who's coming back here. I believe actually his, his debut as a junior driver at the Supernats, right? A couple of years. And yeah. then bringing in Aiden Rudolph from Crossley Competition, a Texan. Aiden, thanks for joining us, bud. What's up, guys? I appreciate you hanging around for 45 minutes so far, too, as well. It's, we, it's all good. Kind of what we figured. We figured ninety minutes all total may, may not be quite that much. Um, listen, it's been a great season for you. Uh, obviously, getting some pace and, and really having a good time at the Texas Sprint Racing Series. You end up P three in the championship. But 
second half of the season, man, you were running USP cast and running up front. Tell me about the, uh, the progression in your driving style, your style, your career, whatever it is to put you now in the fight for race wins. Yeah, it was all what, uh, started in, uh, Ocala for the first round of the USP cast series. I was, uh, running in the X30 junior class and that wasn't the best USPKS debut. Um, (laughs) but then, you know, as the Texas pro, the Texas sprint racing series started up and there wasn't a X30 class. Um, the, the big numbers were in KA. We, as a family and team decided to, uh, to just do the remainder of the USPKS season in uh, KA. So I, I get practice. And let's talk about that, David. David, I'll let you comment because you were able to be at all those races to watch what Aiden was doing. I was just watching the live timing and listening to the broadcasts. Um, Aiden started stepping things up at the end of the season. All of a sudden, he's in the mix. We're talking about guys trying to win races. Well, I think, and he can kind of comment on this, I think the key part was is he had a number of races where he had to start at the back of the field because of something happening in the pre-final and had to fight his way through the field. I think that pretty much allowed him to go to school on not only the drivers he's racing with, but help build, help build up that confidence. Uh, do you think that's kind of helped you uh, kind of move your way up? Because it looks like you're driving with a lot more confidence and even standing on the grid, you look like you have a lot more confidence. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, my uh, qualifyings this whole year were up and down. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then having to fight through the whole field. And then once I get up to the top 10, top five ish drivers and then having to uh to race against the top the big guys definitely uh through the year improved my driving skills overall is there one race where you would look at and say man this is my highlight you want i know i know you wanted to be the super nats in a week and a half's time but was there a race you look back to this year and say man you know what this is one where i think i really nailed it i feel i really i might have been at my best or, or at least put myself in a position to do what i wanted to do i think it was the USPKS race at Road America. That was probably, well, one, it was my best qualifying uh, position, P2, right next to Carson Morgan, only by like maybe a tenth or two. Um, and I showed speed that whole week. Um, and then, you know, going into the races, getting shuffled up with those those big guys, uh, you know, definitely taught me some lessons going into GoPro. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> What's yeah. um, working with the Crosslink guys? Uh, you know, Sean Owens has been in the sport a very long time, but uh, who else has been kind of vital uh, underneath the tent to uh, to kind of help build again, build you up and uh, and been able to uh, put that confidence into you? You know, for sure, Andre Pedrosa, Dre. I think we all know who he is. He's been in the sport <laughs> forever. Uh, yeah. He's definitely knocked some sense into me he's definitely pushed me further than i thought my limit was and uh yeah he's been an extremely big influence this year on my performance let me throw this out there because i guess it's a little bit of a i don't say it's a big elephant in the room but what i think is really interesting is that you know your father is alan rudolph of course one of the you know legendary drivers from the sport ambassador for the sport he's a coach but he elected to grab you and i I, obviously right get you out of the nest Right, because obviously, anytime fathers and sons are battling each other, I don't care if one's a cook. Yeah, there you go, David as well. Right, so you go to Crosslink, and again, like you said, out of your comfort zone, into a team with with, with good structure. You're literally racing against your dad's team to a certain extent, right? You guys, you know, but 
how how big for you was that to be able to get out of that zone and find yourself, find out who Aiden Rudolph was. You're not Alan's son anymore. You're Aiden Rudolph. You're, you know, you're your own guy. I have to believe you were able to build, build your own place, at least for this year. I don't know what you're doing next year, but to be able to be with Crosslink this past year and a bit, I got to be massive for you. I would expect. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, you know, just being able to go leave the nest, as you said, um, yeah. and go work with, the, the older guys and uh, have teammates that helped me out through this whole journey. And uh, the, the, the guys under the crossing tent that have pushed me and, and I have, I've, I appreciate the work that they've done with me. And um, I'm super grateful for the amount of that we have, have achieved. And uh, yeah, just, just looking forward for the rest of the year to keep pushing. Let's talk about the rest of the year. One more race. Well, maybe we might have another Texas race we don't know about, but Supernats is coming up. What's your expectations, Aiden, going into Supernats? Crosslinks have been strong. They've got a great team, as you said, good people under the tent. For you coming in here in this awesome class, what are you focused on? What do you think? You know, <clears throat> this whole year has been a, a constant upward, uh, very good upward. Yeah. You know, having that my first national podium at GoPro, just, a couple, a couple weeks ago, maybe. I don't actually know how long ago it was, but <laughs> a month, yeah, <laughs> a, month, a month ago, a couple weeks. Uh, That's right. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, definitely up there in the standings. I'm, I'm easily top ten, maybe even a top five finish. I like that. There you go. Yeah. I like the, I like the, uh, the confidence, David. What do you think? That again, I said he has a lot better confidence than the Aiden Rudolph I saw last year. There's a lot more there. He's a lot taller because Robbie's going to be taller than you now. I know you haven't seen him in a little it's, bit, but uh, yeah, he is taller yeah. than you. Uh, oh yeah, God. so I can relate because my son doesn't listen to me. So it's, I, it's time to give him to another coach and let him go do his own thing. So I can certainly relate. Well, Aiden, listen, it's been fun seeing you up, up front there. And, I, you know, that, that P2 qualifier, as you said, at Road, at Road America was obviously big. It builds that momentum. And that's probably what rolled rolled down for you being able to get that podium at GoPro. We wish you the best mm-hmm. of luck at, at Vegas. Look forward to seeing you and the whole CrossFit team there. Uh, get some sleep. We'll see you in a week. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Aiden. Aiden Rudolph, folks, as David had mentioned, uh, get a chance, David, to watch him grow, right, uh, develop. We've, we've seen him since his micro days into the mini days. He's had a couple of starts at the Supernats in mini. It'll be his first start in a junior category, but you can just feel I love I love when a driver comes to an event like this with some kind of confidence, right? It's, I mean, it's, it's so crucial. I mean, anytime you go to Vegas, whether it be racing or gambling, you got to have confidence, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to lose it all. All right, so – Let's jump in here, David. You got let's 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 bring some let's bring some stuff in here. I'm going to go over here to look at some other names just in case we want to throw okay. some other names out. But what's your what are your predictions? What do you got? My predictions. Are we ready to go? All right. Yeah. Predictions for K100 Junior Top Five. It's funny because I've already seen yours, so I know what's happening. But I we haven't said any talked about a lot of names, but this is one name we got to talk about is Chase Hand. Uh, yeah. Again, a second generation driver. Uh, that is kind of making a name for himself, very similar to Aiden Rudolph. Uh, Chase is kind of built up to this point. I know we've seen him at probably, what, four different Super Nationals now to where he was there just watching. Him and his father, Joey Hand, were buying just there. Buying EKN t-shirts. Buying EKN t-shirts <laughs> and, uh, and just there soaking it in. So yeah. he's not going to go into the Super Nationals with that awe factor because he's been there enough. He understands it. Agreed. And being at a new location, it kind of is like, it's going to be new for everybody. So I think 
he's built this whole season up to this point. We, he's, he's gotten winter championships. He's won both the Florida winter tour and the Scusa winter series championships. Uh, got a couple of victories on the season. Uh, no championships there. Uh, stood on the third step of the podium for the championship at the USPKS. I just think everything's built up to this point. And I think he's going to be able to, uh, to avoid all the bad mojo and end up finishing on top of the podium. Elio uh, Meza, I think, has been super quick all season long. A little bit of bad, bad luck here, a little bit of uh, other issues there. I think he's he's always been quick uh, all season long. I think he's going to have the speed to be up front. And another driver that has been quick all season long, Jesus Vasquez Jr., California mm-hmm. Pro Kart champion. Uh, just just phenomenal speed all season long. Won four victories there uh, over the six rounds uh, in 2021. Coming off a rock uh, Vegas victory, I think uh, that's going to, again, build up the confidence uh, going into a temporary circuit like this. So I, that's my top three. I got Aiden Ingrata, the Canadian, finishing in fourth. Aiden is actually one of the uh, 14 different drivers that are going to be doing double duty, racing yep. both KA100 Junior and X30 Junior. He hasn't done the 100cc stuff all season long, at least at USPKS or the pro tour. So he's going to double duty here. He was actual on track winner at rock Vegas, uh, but a penalty dropped him down to third and gave that win to Vasquez. So I have uh, Aiden Ingrata in the fourth position. And then the driver who we just talked to again, confidence, all five of these drivers in my top five have confidence. They are going to be uh, the drivers to beat this weekend. But again, the K 100 junior category is so tight. Oh, it can be anyone's game, but I have Aiden Rudolph finishing off uh, on the podium. You know, a good lineup, solid lineup for sure. Um, I, I bring mine up here, and we're going to see some of the crossover that we have because you and I have very similar. And this is interesting because I wasn't sure. Look at you and I both, both uh, going with Chase Hand, and I just I feel the same. The fact that you mentioned that he had been to the race before, I remember talking to back in 2019 to his dad Joey about that, about bringing him here just to get a feel for it, to see what it's all about. And then to see what he's been able to do over this past season, the momentum growing, you know, Aiden talked about the momentum as well, David, and that's just it for chase, right? He was super strong throughout the season. It was Uh, always next year. We'll be here next year. We'll be here. And then we got to 20, 2019 and they were like, next year we'll be here. Well, it didn't come. It didn't happen. in twenty And strong at rock Vegas as well on the, on the temp circuit there, which I think is, is, is key. I'll throw Aiden and Grata in the fight. Aiden's has been, I, I think one of the most impressive guys over the second half of the season. He has been battling up front all year. And, and again, I always see supernats is when guys start to peak, they're connected with the team. Everything's working together. And if you have that second half momentum, that for me is a lot about it. What Aiden or Aiden and Grata is right now. Uh, Jeremy Fletcher for me, it's any, anytime Jeremy rolls off the, onto the track, I think he can win a race. I think he thinks that, and I just think anytime he rolls, he could, he could be the guy that wins. Um, and he, even if he gets in trouble, he ends up fighting back. He's And he's aggressive enough that uh, that if a, if a gap is there, he'll go for it. So I see Fletcher P3. Um, I have Parker DeLong in P4 because if Parker gets everything together and dials things in right and has the, the controlled aggression, not the overtop aggression, I think he'll be really good. And then again, Noah Baker from the very get-go, David, start of the season at the Winter Nationals. Um, I just from the from the very start of the season, I went, this kid's gonna be one of the guys I'm talking about all year long. So um I put Noah at P5. But again, let me just as we're talking, Dave, I'll, I'll just jump over. You know, you, we look at some of the names, guys that I looked at, and we're like, how do I not pick some of the how, like how do you not pick an Austin Jurors? Um, I didn't go with Jesus Vasquez Jr. only because I had him like he was in my seven or eight. How do I who do I drop? 
and, and he was one of them. Aiden, Aiden was one of them. Of course, Elio Meza, one that I have highlighted here. Uh, another kid, I think, kind of a long shot would be Cole Kleck. He was really good at the Summer Nats. I think he's getting better and better with Arcane Motorsports. I just want to throw Cole's name out there as well because I think uh, he continues to get better and better. And um, again, David, like you said, for KO 100 Junior in a field like it is, it's even it's even worse in in, in X30 <laughs> Junior. But it's just so hard to pick those those final five. But there it is, Chase Hand. We both go with Chase Hand potentially for a win. A little bit of pressure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a lot. Of, I I left Fletcher out. I just don't think he struggled in the in the hundred CC stuff. Uh, towards the end of the season. So that's why I kind of knocked him off. But again, I think, you know, kind of like we were talking about with the mini swift category, I think there's going to be a big lead pack in this, in this race. So it could be anybody. It could be, we could completely miss on the top fives for sure. There's no doubt about that. And think about this racetrack, what it looks like. It's that same deal with the, the, you know, the the left-hand hairpin. They're going to be stacking on top of each other through the S's. And then that big run down the straightaway, 17 wide into the final corner. Yeah. Away we go. We pause for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Established in 1999, PSL Karting has become a powerhouse within the karting industry for North America and around the world. PSL Karting is your complete source for all Burrell Art products as the North American importer providing this top quality product through both their expansive dealer network or through the pslcarding.com online store. Whatever you need is available 24-7 online, including safety gear, parts, components, and full carding packages. All three brands, Morel Art, Ricardo Kart, and Charles Leclerc Karts are in stock and ready to hit the track. Grab your winning chassis for any category by visiting pslcarding.com to find your nearest dealer. PSL Karting is always looking for interest in new dealers and teams to help create new business relationships. Drivers looking to take their talents to the next level can join the Burrell Art North America race team competing at all the major U.S. and Canadian events this season. When you're ready to win, go with PSL Karting. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Spec Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteKarting.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec kart that features the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the Junior, Senior and Masters classes utilize the same Ignite K3 kart which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, is available at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion.
We don't just drive trucks because they're dependable workhorses that let us tackle icy roads all winter and tow a boat on the summer weekends. We also drive trucks because they're fun. And the Cooper Discoverer Rugged Trek is a truck tire made with fun in mind. Like any Cooper tire, the Rugged Trek is designed to do everything you need it to do. It's got stone blockades to protect your tires off-road and whisper grooves for smooth, quiet street driving. But with its in-your-face design, like the dual sidewalls that let you choose between two aggressive looks, the Cooper Discoverer Rugged Trek is also a tire that shows off your truck's wild side. It's the tire that's off-road party on the outside and dependable all-purpose Cooper design on the inside. Learn more at coopertire.com. Go with the Coopers. Uh, all right, let me get over to the script. What am I going to do next here, David? We just finished up uh, the junior predictions. Let's uh, yeah, let's go into X30 Junior. We're almost done, folks. We got X30 Junior. We're going to talk to Caleb Gaffera from Rollins Performance Group, and then we got our predictions to cap things off. Forty-eight entries in X30 Junior, brought to you by Speed Lab Racing Engines. Winners we mentioned already: James Wharton, who's moving on to his racing career in cars overseas. Jeremy Fairburn uh, was a winner in 2018, I believe. I picked that. David, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't have 18 numbers in front of me, but yes, I, I do just, think you picked that. I think I did. Uh, <laughs> Jack Crawford was the winner in 2017. Jack's a guy to watch, folks, because he's going to be running FIA Formula F3 next year. Uh, scored race wins in the Euro Formula Open Series as well, sponsored by Red Bull. He could be a driver making his way to Formula One as an American driver there. Tyler Gonzalez has become one of the top drivers in sports car racing. Um, it was a winner in 2016. I'll let you go further back, David, because I know you've got all the results. Let's let's talk Tag Junior. Before it was X30 Junior, it was Tag Junior, and there was a bunch of really, really – you go through here, speaking of Formula One, there's a couple of Formula One drivers in there as well. Yeah, Lance Stroll winning in 2012, the Canadian, and then George Russell, the British driver, winning in 2011. Both of those are racing on Sundays yeah. uh, in Formula One. <laughs> Uh, Logan Sargent uh, in the F2 program, right? Right, F2, I believe, yeah. He'll be a Williams test driver the next year, too, in F1. There you go. He won yeah. in 2014, so that was his second uh, time winning at the Super Nationals. Uh, some Brazilian drivers, Yurik Calvo uh, winning in 2013, uh, Yao Vieira in 2012, and Felipe Fraga, the inaugural winner in 2008. Yeah, Arthur Laced as well was a winner in 2015. Yeah, that was the uh, the first year away from the Rio at the Westgate at the uh, Las Vegas Convention Center. That was uh, that was a good performance by by Arthur there. Indeed, Supercarts USA Pro Tour points. Obviously, the first guys you look at for a Super Nationals uh, win. Uh, Carson Morgan, of course, winning the championship, but again, he's moved on to senior. We'll talk more about Carson potentially tomorrow. Max Garcia finishing second, the driver out of Florida, and Jeremy Fletcher. David, you mentioned what he did in KA one hundred. Uh, maybe not didn't have the pace in your mind in the off in the second half of the season, but for sure looked good again in X30 Junior. He will be uh, he was a third place guy. Twenty well, drivers though, David from outside of the U.S. Yeah, twenty drivers outside the U.S. Uh, two former winners, uh, super national winners in the field. They actually didn't win in the junior categories though. Uh, we talk about uh, Vinny Phillips won in the micro division in 2017. And then Kai Sorensen winning in the Mini Swift division, the uh, USA driver coming back from racing in Europe all season long, coming back to uh, the U.S. Uh, as a, a defending race winner in the Mini Swift category. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. So this is going to be a, a heck of a barn burner race for sure. There's so many. Again, let me just let me jump over real quick to my spreadsheet just so I can have a look at this because it's just ridiculous. There's four. I think I, I have we have 48, I believe, on the sheet, David. And again, just stacked top to bottom. We got some drivers coming in from the from outside the country, as you said. Let's uh, let's bring in our guy, our interview that we're, we have joining us here to be part of our uh, X30 Junior uh, interview. We've got Caleb Graffera. Uh, who will run for Rollis Performance Group. But, Caleb, how are you, man? Good. How are you guys? Uh, we're really good. Obviously, thanks for hanging out there. You've been you've been waiting for over an hour for yeah. your chance. We let you go play Call of Duty or whatever you wanted to do. So <laughs> yeah. you knew you were going to be having some fun. Uh, listen, it's been an interesting year for you because, mm -hmm. again, being in Europe, uh, it's been a crazy couple of years. You got stuck over there, back and forth, COVID testing, the whole deal. But you did a lot of racing in Europe this year. Then you come back, right? Um, yep. And I'll, David, I'll let you let David. I'll let you roll out from some of the uh, specs or some of the, the the notes we have for Caleb. But you come back home and kind of pick up everything you learned over in Europe. You're a different guy when you get back. You had some pretty good runs. Uh, let's let's talk about what you did in USPKS. Pretty nice to be able to grab a victory there. Yeah, we um, we got there and I went out for a section. I was like, wow, this is a lot different from what I remember. <laughs> and yeah. yeah and we go out and i mean i was like are we even in the top five and we go out for uh last session we go p1 i was like okay so we're there and then it just carried on through the weekend maybe the first thing to, to come out with is the fact that uh, obviously you made a move to a new team as well you, you elected to move to the Rawlson performance group you were over in europe with the guys there you come over here to, to run with Rawls Performance Group. For a young driver like you, that's a big change, right? Because each team has its own culture, its own way of doing things. You get, you know, you come into Rawls and Performance Group. And I always I always comment that that drivers learn different ways, right? And teams teach different ways. Tell me what it was like for you to go into the Rawls and Performance Group with Mike and the crew there. Was it was it seemed based on your pace that it was a really good fit? Is that the way you would assess it? Yeah, so we went uh, the weekend before. We went and tested with them, and it went really well. There was only, like, three juniors. There was me and Grada and Weldon. And, I mean, we were quick uh, all that testing weekend. And then we went to the race weekend, my home track. I knew the track. So, I mean, we were quick the whole weekend. And... Did you put any pressure on yourself? Because, obviously, you've been, you've been running you're running in Europe. Did you put any – first question, did you put any pressure on yourself? And second question, what was the most important thing you, you think you learned or evolved as a driver being able to run over in Europe? Uh, just the, like, type of racing, like how it's more aggressive and it's just sometimes you can get really unlucky and sometimes you're really lucky. Yeah, very true. Uh, here's a fun question for you. I know that you were struggling to find the food you wanted to eat when you were over in Europe. What was the first thing you had when you got back to North Carolina? Uh, first thing I had, what was it? I think. Like, did you go somewhere? Did you go to Waffle House Chick or something like that? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> first thing. Atta boy. All right. So you, you, you run for Rawlson, you, you, the second kind of half of the season here late in the year. How does that set things up? Let's talk about Rock Vegas, because that's obviously, I think, one of the events that you did that kind of leans, you know, leads into the Supernats for you. You were pretty strong there at Rock Vegas. I was able to watch the, the final there. Your dad actually had the video on That's what I was watching. And you kind of fell back a little bit uh, near the end of the year. You were running P3 and you were falling back. They kind of caught you a bit. Yeah, I you, was. That, you, you went elbows up after that. And that was pretty fun to see. Maybe maybe some of your European training there. Talk about kind of falling back into the clutches there. What happened? So I was like, I was pushing and then I was catching Chase. And then he started pulling away. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit here. 
try to chill out and not push too hard. And then that all went downhill. And then I started getting caught. And then they went by me. I was like, okay, I can catch them. And Jeremy started blocking with two laps to go. And that's where I caught back up. And I was there. There you go. So, okay, so let's let's look at Supernats. Um, you've been there before. You've raced there before. A lot of experience there. Going to a, essentially a different venue, but essentially the same track layout. What what are your thoughts going into there? Give me give me your overall view. You know what's what are your expectations? Let's start with that. Um. Well, I think it'll be a fun race. I know it's same track, but I think it'll be a really good race. Um, there'll be probably a lot of people, and. I would like to have a bit of a different track, but it's all right. I mean, it hasn't happened, what, a year? So it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wait, what, what are your plans for next year? Are you, are you, go, are you staying in junior again next year? So do you have another shot? So you have another shot at the Supernats if, if you don't get it this year. Does yeah. that take any pressure off, or do you want to get two Supernats, not just one? No, I want to get both of them. You want to get both. All right. So what's it going to take, though? How fast do you have to be coming out of the gate? Can you, can you come out of the gate and, and just kind of get settled in, or do you feel like – are you the kind of guy that wants to be P1 every every session? Both. I mean, <laughs> like, normally at a new track, I'm normally, like, right there quickest because I always love slick tracks, like super slick tracks. Okay. And that's really, like, that was the main thing. I mean. it's It seems like watching you over, at, especially at the USPKS finale and, and at Newcastle for, for the USPKS there, seems like your mentality has kind of changed from when you were mini to now junior, where you want to be the guy in the lead, where I think mini you were kind of relaxed and you were, you were happy with running second because you knew exactly where to pass. What is it because of the, the change in class or is it just the change in mindset that, 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 uh, that you're doing that? I mean, I haven't changed too much, but I mean, I just, sometimes I feel like I have to push a bit more other than like sometimes where you could just sit back and just draft off them, catch up to them, and you'd be fine. But okay, all right, Caleb. Well, listen, let, let me let me wrap it up with this uh, because you know we kind of we talked to Aiden, we talked to Nick, and and just who are you as a driver right now? Again, I, I love that question about do you want to lead? Do you want to finish second? Who who are you now? How have you evolved? Are you, what what's what's your style of driving? Let's start with that. My style of driving yeah. is. If I'm in second on the last lap, I'm going for anything I can. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, let that be a warning for those of you who are in front, running in front of Caleb. He's sending yeah. it if he's going to get if it's if that's where he is. Okay, well, listen, we look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas. We're going to be there pretty soon, uh, just about a week's time. I think. Yeah, I think you said you were rolling in Tuesday night, so yeah, you'll be probably on a flight right now or landing in, in Las Vegas right now. Mm -hmm. Until then, take care of yourself. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the family, and we'll see you in, in Las Vegas. Thank you, you too. Thank you, guys. See ya. All right, man. Caleb Gaffera. It's been fun watching him come all the way up through David, through Micro, through Mini. His dad, Chuck Gaffera, was on the wrenches for many, many years. Chuck's got the hell out of the way now. Let the professionals get in. Get He's got in podiums. He's got podiums at the Super Nationals. Chuck does. Yeah, Chuck does. As, so that's something, maybe, maybe that's one thing I forgot to ask. Like, is is do you need bragging rights? You know, He's still you, there. We can bring him back can, in if you hold want. On. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me, Stay let there, me. Caleb. He's listening. I like it. All right. right. Yeah. So, so because your dad stood on the podium, I think twice at the Supernatural. Well, once, yeah. and then the second time he missed the trophy presentation, so he wasn't there. Yeah. Because uh, I had his trophy because he wasn't there. 
it does does that drive you to want to be on the podium multiple times and if not win multiple times yeah and the other thing is that he's never got a scoozle in and that's all I always brag on him. Yeah, you never got scoops to win. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I like that. I like that's good. Good we'll to get... know. That, that maybe will that will drive him to race masters next year. Hopefully. I want him to. <sighs> see, that's this is what we're talking about. We're, we're, listen, folks, those of you tuning in right now, everybody wants to see Chuck Gaffer get off his ass and get back into a cart, right? <laughs> we're really gonna start to push him hard to try to get him racing again. And we'd love to see him back out. Because again, he he was definitely David, big part of the tag masters category for a long time. He and uh, Jim, Jim Russell Jr. running the Parallels, and uh, it was always good to have them there, but yeah, let's, let's, we need to make that happen. We need Chuck back behind the wheel, but he's in the I got chat. a feeling. What's that? He's here. He's watching. Of course good. he is. That's yeah, good. I he want him to be. hear it. He better be. <laughs> he's like, he's already posted on here. He's probably too afraid of us. That's why he does. Like, he, that's <laughs> David, why he doesn't want not, to race cup carts. He, he's afraid. He's not, of us. A, he's not afraid of us at all. That's the other guys. <laughs> right here. They definitely hate us. But right, Caleb, we, yeah, we hope we hope you get a couple of wins so you can be the all-time Scusa winner in the Gaffera family. Yep. All right, Thank buddy. you. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah, long time, great family in the sport. Uh, the the Gaffera's for sure, and, and Chuck, of course, was there uh, a lot. There he is. There, Chuck, along lots of race <laughs> wins, road course, you name it, he did it all, and then some stock car racing as well. All right, David, let me, let me jump over to the script. Make sure, yeah, all we're doing is junior predictions. Then we're done, right? That's it. You ready all to right, go? I don't know how I got, things are blowing I'll, up here. Some I'll, people are. I'll get people. mine up. I'll get mine on the screen right now, so so everybody can awe at, uh, at the selections I have. Again, pointing what? the fingers because you know I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, X30 Junior top five predictions. I got to go with uh, probably one of the more successful drivers at the Super Nationals and in the yeah. Suzuki Pro Tour program, Kai Sorensen. I have him coming back to the U.S. He did it at the winner series, scored the championship there, left us pretty much for the whole rest of the year, came back for one or two races here or there, and is is coming back home uh, for the Super Nationals. I have him uh, coming away with victory. I have really the top two are European racers. Uh, you consider Kai Sorensen a European racer, along with Vinny Phillips, another former winner, uh, winning. This in is Mike the one Rodin. that I missed. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, I missed. Uh, it. I didn't see it in there. <laughs> again, won the micro division in 2017, and then finished fourth behind Sorensen in the mini division in 2019. Yeah, fast. he's been racing X30 uh, category all season long uh, in UK and in Europe as well. Um, I think he loves Vegas. He has this on his calendar every year. Yeah. Why would he? Why would I not pick him? So I, agree. I didn't uh, I even have, see him. <laughs> so I have Vinny Phillips there in second. Again, the hot hand, Aiden. Uh, Ingrata, very good all season at the end of the season. Almost clipped Jeremy Fletcher for the uh, USPKS championship uh, in the X30 junior division. Just came up short. But uh, as we talked about, has uh, has good confidence. And again, you can't go wrong with a Canadian, right, Rob? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, uh, and then driver we just talked to. Again, he's going to be in the hunt all week long, Caleb Gaffer. Uh, Gaffera. I have Gaffera. Sorry, no, I know. Gaffera Fawcett. Gaffera. Gaffera Fawcett. There you go. I'm just going to call him <laughs> Caleb G from now on. Caleb that's, G. That's his, Caleb G. Yeah. Caleb G, because that's his handle on, on social media. So yeah. uh, so I have Caleb in the uh, in the fourth position. And then another driver who's been pretty successful there at the, uh, at the Super Nationals. And then on the Pro Tour as well in his rookie season in the junior division, uh, Max Garcia finishing in the fifth spot. You know, Garcia's got two podiums in his last two super nationals, a third in micro in 2018 
and then a fifth place in mini in 2019. So, uh, you know, again, a lot of different drivers, you know, Chase Hand doing double duty. He has the opportunity to be there. Fletcher, I, I, I didn't put him on a DeLong, uh, Paul Bocuse, you know, racing know. there as well. A Noah Baker, you know, a lot of other different names, Sebastian Weldon, Logan Toke, you know, a lot of different names that I could have went with. Yeah, dude, I'm, I I feel exactly the same way. I'm just loading this up so I can see it. Yeah, I, okay. it's just crazy, right? You, you ready for yours? You Let's, yeah, throw mine up here. We'll still see what we got. So I'm with you on Kai Sorensen. Um, there's just something about the Super Nats with Kai. He just it's it's like it's an event that really brings the best out of him, and he's always able to kind of step things up. And there's a there's always there's always that confidence we talked about when it comes to being there anytime. There's just no ifs ands or buts about it. He'll roll out strong, and I think he'll be good throughout the entire time. He'll be in the fight. I mentioned Fletcher, as I said before, when we talked about KA100 Junior, where I believe that anytime he's able to roll on the track, he thinks he can win a race, and I think he, I think he'll be in the fight. We're so close. I, I didn't see Vinny Phillips. I would have struggled where to put Phillips in there now and who I would have got out of the top five because I've got Aiden and Grada there as well. I got Caleb Guerrero and Max Garcia. It's, it's funny how you and I are so similar sometimes and where we put everybody, and I'm sure that just for those of you who didn't know, in the chat side of the off chat that our guests are allowed to, to be with us on, in case they want to talk to us, Caleb already started throwing some smack at, uh, at, at David uh, in the in the chat after he said that he was four. I got him P4 as well. And one thing I will say, and, and every time we do the predictions, it could easily, the entire top five could get jumbled around, right? Garcia could win, Caleb could win, but that's one of the things we've always said, David. That can happen anytime because it's such a so close. It depends on who hits and which team is rocking. You never know who could be up front, but these are the guys. We throw the names out and the numbers where they're going to be. Yeah, we think one guy's going to win, but for the most part, we just believe that they're going to be in the fight, right? It, it could be none of these five. You yeah, know, that's that's true. the wild part about the Super Nationals. Again, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw some numbers out here. Uh, I did pick the winner last year in KA100 Junior with Brent Cruz. Uh, I had four of the top five in the top five. You had three for X30 Junior. We both had two drivers in the top five with Connor Zillage and uh, Dehan as the other driver. So okay, um, we were pretty good at the junior ranks. So better than we did in micro and mini. So. Um, <laughs> it's going to be kind of hard to separate ourselves because the only difference is here. You have Fletcher. I have uh Phillips. So yeah. I think, I think I have the, uh, the upper hand in that one. You feel good about that one? <laughs> right, I do. Okay. I mean, I mean, yeah. again, Fletcher's one of those that I had on the outside, you know, he was on the bubble. He was on the outside looking in and I, I just kept him off. Uh, well, like just, I said, just, had I, had I, I didn't see Vinny on there. Had I seen Vinny, it would have just made it harder for me. I gave you the notes. I gave I you know. plenty of notes with all. I didn't. All I, the, I didn't. I hadn't looked at the. I hadn't looked at. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. You got to look at past results because that's one thing we've seen with Super Nationals, and we'll oh, get into sure. tomorrow for our Master and Senior divisions. A lot of these drivers just have success at. I literally just didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> because because well. on your, hold on, hold on, because on your notes you don't have a team. And you don't have where he's from. All you have is GB. And I didn't, I didn't, oh, see he didn't put a team. He didn't put a team. I get that dude. hundred yeah. percent. Just yeah. know how you're. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb Gaffer says I'm leaving. He bailed yeah. out on us. Yeah. He didn't like the P4. That's okay. <laughs> he didn't like the P4 at all. Which is good. I like that. That's fine. You know what? Cause Sunday, he if he's P1, he has the right to, uh, to shame us. <laughs> and like, so when we do our debriefs at the bar, like we always do, we'll have to figure out what bar we're going to do our, our live debriefs yes. on Facebook. We'll have to bring the, the guys that we we 
if anybody wins that we didn't even pick at all, they can come and slam on us. Well, that's when we have to buy them a drink if they're old enough, right? (laughs) That's true. That's true. We pause for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Wins at the sport's biggest races and championships across all levels of karting make up the resume for Nitro Kart. The Nitro Kart has made its statement as the best, fastest, and most reliable cadet chassis on the North American karting market. The 2021 cadet is the evolution of that success, featuring the latest development and components to put you at the front. If you want to win in cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join the team. The Nitro Kart Cadet claimed five victories at the Scusa Pro Tour, including the Mini Swift Championship in 2020. At the United States Pro Kart Series, Nitro Kart Cadet earned five wins and 14 podiums in mini and micro competition. For a second straight year, Nitro Kart won the U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals in the Mini Max division, bringing the title total to four in four years. If you've seen it on track, it certainly caught your eye. Dominating the four-cycle world is the Nitro Kart Lefty Chassis. The chassis is designed for the Briggs & Stratton 206 engine with a left side mount for better weight distribution. The Lefty is available in cadet and full-size frames. The Nitro Kart Lefty won the CKNA Grand Nationals 4 in both sportsman and junior categories with fast time in qualifying for the senior division. Drivers with the Lefty were ranked number one in the Briggs & Stratton Weekly Racing Series for Junior and Cadet Divisions. Team Nitro Kart will be at all major events in 2021 with programs tailored to every driver's needs. Focused on driver development, the Cadet program under Team Nitro Kart has helped develop some of today's stars including Brent Cruz, Parker DeLong, Ben Mayer, and Spencer Conrad. Visit Nitro Kart online and find them on Facebook and Instagram. Located in Mooresville, North Carolina, on-site at GoPro Motorplex, Kart Sport North America features over 6,000 square feet of retail space. Along with being the official race team and distributor for the Kart Republic chassis, they offer full retail sales, kart service and storage, and products from the top brands in the sport, such as CZ Chain, Talon Sprockets, SKF Bearings, and Prisma Tire Gauges. If you want to take your racing to the next level, they also offer driver training and coaching programs available trackside at GoPro Motorplex. They have a massive inventory, so head to their online store at kartsportna.com to get same-day shipping of the parts and components that you need. While you're there, check out their used section of carts, engines, parts, and accessories. Kartsport North America, top quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store, and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. 
In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to Innovative Engine Works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Uh, well, that's it, Dave. We got this thing wrapped up. That's um, we got lots more. Obviously, we're doing another one of these tomorrow. I know that David, I, I got the David's putting these together. We got a huge list of guys coming to join us tomorrow, David. There's a lot of guys on the docket uh, to chat with tomorrow. Yeah, we have uh, Scott Skitchy Barnes from Bermuda joining us for the Master Shifter category. Uh, I'm working on Scott Cop for the X30 Master along with Kip Foster. Uh, Kip yeah. said uh, he's only 12 hours difference ahead of us. Okay. And so it'll be morning time. It'll be 8 a.m. morning. So it's 920, I think, there right now uh, the next day. So uh, so it'll be Thursday for him. So it'll be Thanksgiving. Four-time winner, right? Or it'll be th Thanksgiving here, but not there, obviously. But uh, Four-time winner, Kip? Uh, yeah, four-time winner. Four um, what's the next category? KA100 well, senior? Oh, four-time, almost six-time winner. Yeah, Purdue, yeah. <laughs> We will we'll right. get into that in the interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, K100 senior. Who do we? Oh, I have Paulie Massimino, last uh, two, 2019 winner, and then the provisional winner from 2019, Brandon Lemke. So uh, we'll have both sides of that uh, that category <laughs> there. And then X30 senior, we have Ryan Norberg, Connor Zillage, and Hannah Greenemeyer, the top oh. three drivers in the EKN driver rankings uh, for tag uh, action. And then to wrap it up, we'll have uh, Danny Formal, last year's KZ uh, Super or 2019 Super Nationals so KZ winner. Two hour show then? It'll probably be a two hour show because we have one more category. You know, yeah. obviously the Masters category will uh, Master Shifter. There's not as many drivers to uh, to kind of fun you know go through, uh, but we'll 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 try and make it a little bit quicker. So I would say within two hours, yes. We don't need to spend the ten minutes talking about the race itself and the track and the numbers either. We've already done no. That. I think so we've we, covered that. We'll we'll we'll, right we'll, we'll get through the numbers quick, yep. and then you know we've already talked about the format. We'll we'll kind of breeze through that and uh, and some other things. So. So, folks, uh, we're still dialing things in in terms of uh, our uh, our marketing package, our partners that are involved. Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, once again, with us as the title sponsor. Great to have Alan the whole crew with us as uh, the sponsor of our, of our broadcast, allowing us to do what we do. Acceleration Kart Racing, again, presenting Super Sunday, as they have for so many years. A number of other partners coming on board with us. We'll uh, let you know more about those as it happens. We'll be, of course, on all our social media platforms throughout the entire weekend, at Supernats, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, our hashtag Hashtags EKN at SCUSA and hashtag SuperNats24. Great way to follow along. Uh, of course, David, all the daily coverage. We'll be uh, rocking the social media, as we said. We'll be live on EKN.com uh, slash live for audio on Thursday for qualifying, Friday and Saturday for heats and last chance qualifiers. And, of course, we'll stream through our live as well on Super Sunday, but that will also be live video on the Supercarts USA Facebook page. Uh, good folks from Greenlight will be there again. They do a tremendous job. Uh, Dave, just looking forward to getting back to Super Sunday for the 24th time. Very excited. Here's one last comment to close out. The I'll let you read it. it says, uh, from Scott Grenier, he says, Caleb told me to talk to you guys about those predictions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's well, uh, that, that's one of uh, Caleb's Call of, Call of Duty squad members. So uh, That's true. That's and true. also the wrench for Col Colin Daly in the uh, pro shifter category. So we'll see, uh, we'll see Scooter in Vegas uh, next week. 
So, folks, we appreciate everybody who shared our stream and we got it rolling. We'll do the same thing tomorrow. We'll get it out there so people know where to tune in. You can share that so people can tune in. Again, David, we're looking at it again. Same start, right? Are we doing a, we're still doing the, the, the 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock uh, Pacific? Yeah. 8 o'clock uh, Eastern time, 5 o'clock Pacific. Uh, again, so same bat channel, same bat time. That's it, man. Hope uh, you all tune in. This is it. We're ready to go. It is essentially uh, locked and loaded, push on town to get through all the way. David, have you got previews coming? What's coming up tomorrow on the website? Tomorrow will be KA100 Junior and X30 Junior. So you'll have the full uh, entry list, yeah. uh, pre-entry list for both of those categories tomorrow, as we did Mini and uh, Micro Swift today. And then two categories a day, right? All the way through the weekend? Uh, two categories on uh, Thursday. That'll be X30 Master and Master Shifter. And then we'll do the uh, the remaining categories one per day. There it is, folks. We're going to wrap things up before we head on out. I fly into Vegas on Monday. David rolls in on Tuesday. We'll be trackside and good to go. And again, as we said, we'll go live for qualifying on Thursday. Thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. Big shout out to Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports for being our presenting sponsor of this edition of the EKN Outlap. And as always, big thank you to everyone at Cooper Tires and everybody at Supercarts USA as we continue as the official media partner for the uh, organization. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Uh, what? An hour, almost an hour and a half, David. Pretty good show. Good show. Uh, looking right, forward folks. to tomorrow. Let's do it. Thank you so much, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Book it.